Welcome to the Digital Hustle Tribe podcast. My name is Yasmin and I am your host. And I am so excited for today's chat with Amy McBride. She is a personal stylist who helps women who need some confidence. She helps them by simplifying their lives via their closet. And she's loved fashion and has used fashion as a tool to navigate through corporate in her finance career. And now she helps other women create wardrobes that really empower them to confidently focus on the things that they are most passionate about. But before we dive into the chat, I'd love it if you go and leave us a review on wherever you are listening to and just give us a review, um, give us some stars, give us some love. And I would also love to hear from you on what exactly you want to learn about. So whether that is more social marketers coming on here and chatting about uh, Instagram or whether you're looking to learn more about websites and SEO, let me know. And you can go to digitalhustletribe.com, fill out the contact form, let me know what you're looking for and we will get a speaker here. If you are looking to be a speaker, again, go back to the digitalhustletribe.com, send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, and we hope to get you on here. All right, and now we will dive into fashion and our chat with Amy McBride. Thank you everybody so much for joining us today. I have Amy from Your Closet Confidence here with us. She's going to be helping us look stylish and feel confident when we are trying to go to the grocery store real quick or hopping on a Zoom call or whatever 2020 might throw at us. So um, Amy, I'm gonna read your bio real quick, your official bio. Uh, You are a personal stylist who helps busy women find their confidence and simplify their lives via their closet. I I love that. Um, And you have always loved fashion and it has become a confidence tool as you've navigated through the corporate finance uh, world. And now you work to help other women to create their wardrobes that really empower them to confidently focus on the things that they are most passionate about. And I don't know if you came up with the term, but you sometimes mention confident closet and having that and just bringing that confidence to your life. So in your own words, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you got started? Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, But yeah, so as Yasmin said, I am a personal stylist. I sometimes refer to myself even as a style coach um, because as we think about truly what closet confidence is, um, I think it really kind of starts from within. And I really help people kind of start with who they are in the inside and then look at how that kind of informs who we are on the outside and kind of how we show up. So I do that through, you know, various services um, from closet editing to personal styling, personal shopping, wardrobe consulting. But basically what that all means is it's helping you find a wardrobe and a closet full of items that really support you in your life and really represent where you are, make you feel good and allow you to show up as your best self from the inside out. Mm, Can you speak more to that um, and how, I guess, how it shows up in your daily life and and business? Yeah, sure. So maybe to talk through my background is sort of how I even arrived at this whole concept. Yeah. I work in finance. I actually still work in finance full time and I'm doing closet confidence on the side right now. 
And throughout my finance career, I'm a little bit of this strange kind of combo left brain, right brain person. So very analytical, but also really kind of creative. And even as I started my career, I found myself trying to, um, you know, really look the part and show up and when it also have this creative outlet. And I found that my closet, my clothing sort of became a tool to do that, to dress the part. And it evolved over time. You know, at the beginning, I started dressing the way that I thought a serious finance person should dress. And it did give me a level of confidence when I would show up to work every day. And then I realized, well, I want to feel like myself while I do that. And then I kind of learned how to integrate little things that made me feel more like myself, but also be appropriate for the environment that I'm in, that I was in. So I kind of did that myself for years and years and then started kind of informally helping colleagues and friends with it and finally decided, hey, you know what, I think I can really help women more broadly to discover what are the things that they need to actually feel good when they show up to their life every day. Were you doing this as a kid? Like, were you um, looking through magazines and doing that? Or is this something that came in later in life? Yeah, you know, very much so. I have always been that way. I, um, I did an Instagram post today that said, I've always loved to draw up, to dress up. I was putting costumes together. I would wear the zaniest things. I pop the eyeglasses out of a pair of yellow sunglasses and wear them as glasses or wear little (laughs) slips from under my dresses as a dress. I was always kind of creative and I always really liked it. And I honestly never really thought about it as a career. I think I grew up in Ohio and it's not like people are talking about fashion necessarily. And it never really entered my mind until I did start working. And I saw other people, other women that were so smart and, you know, so good at what they did, but maybe didn't always show that on the outside in the term, in terms of the way that they dressed and they presented themselves. And it was always kind of this nugget of, hey, there's this thing that I like and I, I think I'm pretty good at that I don't know that other people maybe have that knack for. And kind of thought about it in the back of my head for years and years. And then the way it really came to fruition about a year and a half ago was I had two kids. I, at the time, a one-year-old and a two-year-old. So life was like insanely busy, Um, working full-time, my husband working full-time, you know, what we're all doing these days, right? And I did the logical thing. I'm like, let me add something else to my plate. (laughs) But the reason I did that was I kept also thinking, gosh, life is so crazy. And I just want to simplify my life in every way that I can. And I want to be able to help other people do that. And that's not necessarily something I was getting out of my full-time job. And then I kind of had this aha moment where I realized, oh, this idea that I've been thinking about of helping women with their style and their closet and helping them feel good from the inside out, it actually helps them simplify their lives too, because it takes something off their plate. It saves them time. It saves them mental energy. And that was kind of how it all came to fruition. That is really, really cool. Yeah. And I I remember as a kid looking through magazines, but um, at that point I was in the commercial art class. So it was also, you know, do I want to go into fashion? But then it's still that confidence piece of it where I went to art school, but I was like, I don't know if I'm a fashion person. 
even mm -hmm. though I have like this fashion port like book of things that I would love to wear. Um, but I love how you also, um, I, I have a background in corporate as well, more retail corporate, but you know, I love how you say that when you got your job, you started dressing what you thought your career, what a woman in your career field would need to dress as. Yep. And I think we've all done, at least I know that I've done that, where it's, yep. what are the other women wearing? And I probably have to wear that. And if they shift, I have to shift so, mm -hmm. so that I can fit in and feel confident. And I also like that you touched on that it does give you some form of confidence, but it doesn't feel like you. It never really, yep. feel, it feels like you're wearing somebody else's clothing, which yes. kind of are, you're wearing their style. Yes. Um, when you did, was there a point when you realized what you were doing or was it just an, a smooth transition from wearing what you thought was the, I guess the, the stencil, the template of an accountant or a CPA um, versus yep. the, uh, what you wanted to wear? Yep. I think it happened gradually for me. I think it was a little bit of that kind of mind over matter. Once I started feeling more confident in my career and what I was doing, I think at that point, then I felt maybe bold enough to step a little bit outside of what exactly all the other women were wearing and doing. But it probably took me maybe a year or two to do that. Um, and I'm also someone who naturally likes to kind of just have fun and, and play around with fashion. Um, so it wasn't necessarily intentional, and I don't think I realized it was happening until after the fact. I mean, probably really until I started this business, and I started really kind of breaking down the way that I approach it, because I hadn't really necessarily thought about it too much. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it's maybe helping them think through that framework, because they might not naturally do that. Um, I kind of equate it to you know, one of the old corporate jargon that I'm sure you've heard a million times where it's like, keep it between the guardrails, right? Like you hear that phrase. And I kind of think about it a little bit like that in terms of kind of dressing in a way that works for your life and your career. So, you know, depending on kind of where you work, you know, I happen to work in financial services. So it's a little bit kind of straight, right? So there's kind of like a range of what might be appropriate but that range is actually kind of big and you can really sort of play around within there. Whereas maybe if you're in a creative field, maybe your range is a little bit more in the other direction. So it's kind of finding what's comfortable for you. Um, but you really hit the nail on the head. You have to feel like yourself because that's, that's just going to come out really naturally if you do, but also I think also if you don't. Um, and part of that is like who you are as a person, like what's your, kind of what do you like? What's your vibe? Um, but also what's your lifestyle like, right? So dressing in a way that really fits your life, which as we look at life today on, you know, in 2020 is very different than we were say a year ago. And in a lot of ways, your closet should be a way to help you kind of evolve into the way that life is when maybe it's changed quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. And why don't we like go into the confidence and how we dress informs our confidence and then how we show up on our daily lives? Because yep. you touched on this a little bit and I really want to dig in more and especially now when our daily lives are just shifting, sometimes pivoting from one week to another. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. Um, how how would you approach this with a client? 
Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, when I look at the last year, I think I've had maybe like three or four kind of big chunks of time where life has been one way and then it's kind of shifted. So when I work with clients, really, we do start with just kind of getting to know them. So I ask questions. I start off really talking about things that have actually nothing to do with fashion and style. So I ask them to tell me how they would describe themselves, what kind of person they are. Uh, one of my favorite questions is, what kind of music do you like? What's your favorite band? Uh, what's your favorite song? What are you listening to right now? And that really helps me kind of get a sense of who they are as a person. Um, then I'll ask the question, okay, well, how will you describe your style? Uh, and sometimes it lines up, but often it's pretty different. And then we kind of dig into why is that? So if you describe yourself as creative and energetic and bold, and then you describe your style as um, simple and conservative and maybe not so exciting, we'll kind of dig into why, into why that is. And there could be all kinds of reasons. A lot of times that someone has experienced a change in their life, like what we're all going through right now in the year, sometimes it could be a very personal life change or you know, when we think about our bodies and getting dressed every day, um, you know, we think about weight changes and things that are also very personal there. So first we'll kind of dig into yeah, who you are as a person and how your closet can support that. And we'll look at, do you then have the things in your closet that really represent who you are and what really your style should be to represent that person and kind of help break down what that is. And I bring a little bit of creativity to it. So help people think through maybe some different things that they could try. I think we all kind of tend to stick in our boxes of styles we favor or brands we favor, but sometimes those aren't the things that can really bring out the best you. Um, because ultimately, when we find those things that just make you feel good, it is going to show from the inside out. And it's not necessarily about the way you look for someone else. You know, right now, we're recording this, you know, this podcast, and it's just going to be audio, but I threw on some red lipstick today. One, I wanted to look, you know, very bright and cheery for you. But really, I knew that by doing that, I would just feel like I would have a boldness and an energy and an excitement. And that's why I did it. And so when you get dressed every day, yes, you might be thinking in the confines of what your environment is and what are you doing that day, but you're not really dressing for those people or that meeting or that experience. You're dressing to feel the way and to bring a confidence that you want to bring to whatever you have to tackle that day. I, I love that. I love the fact that you mentioned about um, just throwing on some lipstick and not necessarily for the other people, but just to make yourself feel better. Um, today, I must admit that I put on a very neutral lipstick, but I was like, no, I'm going to go on a call. <laughs> yeah. I need to feel a little better. So put on some lipstick. And even when, um, if you're not feeling so much yourself if things are going on putting on some bold even some bold earrings helps me just because um it's almost like you're you dressed up a little bit so you've you you're one step closer to being 100 percent yourself yep yeah so just how does having a confident closet really serve us in our lives so let's say that we understand that we have 
if you're like me, um, I've been trying to whittle down my closet, but if you were prior to me when I was working in corporate, my closet was huge, Uh but it wasn't really serving that confidence aspect of life. It was just like a bunch of stuff in there. So how can a confident closet really help us? Yep. So a confident closet is going to have things that serve all aspects of your life. It's going to work for your lifestyle. So how do you spend your days? What are you doing? Again, who are you seeing? What do you want? How do you want to feel in those types of situations? It's going to work for your body. I mean, that's a huge one, right? You want to have clothes that physically fit your body and that, that you feel good and you feel confident when you put them on. Um, and you're just going to, this sounds really basic, but it's going to have things that you like. You know, I tend to say that everything in your closet should either be a staple or a basic item. You know, there's certain things that we all need. Maybe they're not super exciting, you know, like undergarments and t-shirts and jeans and things like that. But other than that, you should really love everything in your closet. And so if those things are true, if everything in your closet is serving you, it's going to help your day-to-day life because it's going to just simplify things. You're going to be able to go in and easily pick something to wear because you're going to like everything. Um, You're also going to have, um, if you think about a closet that really works together, that's really versatile. That's something I help a lot of women with where you can really mix and match things that adds some nice simplification as well. So you don't have to try on, five different tops with a bottom to find one that works together. You kind of have everything that you can mix and match. So it's going to save you time, but I think even more importantly, it's going to save you just some mental energy because I think we are all at mental capacity, (laughs) especially these days. And to be able to kind of take one thing out of the equation and have the ease of throwing something on, but know that you're going to feel good with whatever that thing is, I think is kind of priceless. Mm, that's amazing. Now, you just made me think of one shirt that I have in my closet that I love, but I have, I have not worn, I think, in a year. And mm-hmm. I also, over a year, honestly, and I don't think I will wear it. So maybe I'll just have to give it away to somebody. It doesn't bring that joy, that yeah. uh, excitement. Um, so where do we start with building this wardrobe that will serve us? Let's say we have either a closet full of clothing or we are trying to wheel things down, but we, we have no idea where to go next. How can we start building an amazing wardrobe? Yeah. So I think the example that you just gave is the perfect place to start. So it's really starting with what you currently have and just being honest with yourself and asking some questions. So when I work with clients, whether it's in person, um, I do a lot virtually right now. So we'll do over a Zoom call where I'll help them go through and edit their closet. Um, It's really a series of questions and there are things you can ask yourself. I think sometimes it helps to have somebody there doing it with you, but it is, when's the last, I mean, when is the last time I wore this? I mean, that's a great place to start. You know, I typically say if you kind of look at two cycles of a season, so we're in the fall, if you didn't wear it last fall and the fall before, then you have to ask yourself why. And that's the next question. Maybe it's it doesn't fit. Maybe it's you just don't really like it or you don't like it anymore. Um, In that case, then that's probably a thing that you want to think about just letting go of because it doesn't serve you anymore. Um, sometimes it's, Hey, I really love it. It even fits great on me. I just don't know what to wear it with. I don't have anything to wear it with. That is a big one. 
So that's something I'll help people with is kind of taking those items, we'll put them aside, and then once we go through everything, I can help them reimagine what they already have and sometimes mix and match and create looks of things they already have in their closet. Or we then look at where are some of those gaps once you've gone through everything and ultimately decided what you want to keep and what serves you. Are there then some gaps to fill to have a closet that really kind of supports, you know, that lifestyle in your body and really serves you um, overall? So um, what about adding pieces to the wardrobe? Let's say we whittle everything down to what we want to keep or the basics. How do we add that creativity, that spark that's truly us? Yep, yep. So a lot of it is me getting to know you. So as I'm working with a client, I'll really try and get a sense of who she is. Some of those questions that I talked through, Mm -hmm. you're thinking about doing it yourself, kind of do the same thing and think about those things that you do have that you really love. What are the things that, you know, spark that joy that serve you? Think about celebrities or maybe people that you follow on social media, friends that you know. When you see that person and what they wear, are there certain items or even a certain vibe that you kind of like? And that'll help you kind of get a sense of that. Um, I will sometimes suggest people that are doing this on their own, start a Pinterest page and pin things that you like. Um, And you'll probably start to see some commonality there. You'll start to see some trends or just similar things that you tend to like. And then as you look to fill those gaps, you can kind of gravitate towards those things. Um, I think the other thing as you look to fill those gaps in your wardrobe, it's not necessarily a one size fits all approach. I think some of us like to have a more minimal closet. Some people like to have more options. You know, as I work with clients, I meet them where they are, but you kind of work through and figure out, okay, what do I really need? How comfortable do I need to feel with the the number of different types of items that I find? And you can kind of build up to there as well. Um, And that's a great thing. You can always, you can always continue to build on. You maybe start with, you know, say 10 to 15 key things that you really think that you really need and then can add that versatility and then can kind of build on from there. Yeah, that's incredible. And yeah, I, I don't know, maybe it's just 2020, but what about um, really applying these fashion rules and this wardrobe rule, these wardrobe rules to um, to Zoom calls and yep. to just like the life that we are living now. I don't want to call it real life, but I don't know. I, yes. If I, I call it real life, it's going to become like it's forever. Be, right, right. We all know what you mean, so this right? temporary life. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think... All the things we talked about earlier in terms of Mm -hmm. dressing for yourself and really feeling comfortable in your own skin, all of that applies. I think as we think about on a Zoom call or if you're creating digital content, say for your brand or your business, I think that's so important because that's just going to naturally come out. You could wear the most beautiful outfit, you know, a beautiful piece of clothing, but if it doesn't feel like you you're not going to be comfortable and you're not going to come across as authentic and people aren't going to see you. They're going to see that outfit, kind of that old adage of you wear the clothes, don't let the clothes wear you. So I think that's really important as we think about showing up, you know, on camera or on a zoom call Uh, for, I think from a practical standpoint, for those of us who are sitting in front of our computers a good part of the day and on calls, just being cognizant of the fact that, people are only seeing you from the mid chest up. 
I find I am wearing a turtleneck today. I tend to be a little more covered these days on top because that's all people are seeing. And so I kind of want not such a big proportion of, of my skin showing, if that makes sense. Um, it also gives you the opportunity to do the whole, you know, polish on top, party on the bottoms. So you can be nice <laughs> and comfortable. I have definitely done that many times. Um, and add just some simple things to kind of add just a little bit of polish and maybe just to add some personality. So whether that's an earring, a bold lip, um, I've been kind of liking some, you know, hair, hair accessories, a headband, um, just some things like that you can do to add some personality because we don't get to show off our shoes like we used to or see people, you know, wear a fun coat. So it's just kind of thinking about what are the things you can put on to make you feel good and, and show a little bit of yourself. So thank you so much that it makes so much sense that we would be focusing on the top half and then just maybe wearing some sweats or at least not be in painful heels um, during the entire day. And I do like the idea of, hey, add a bow, add a um, some nice earrings, add some nice makeup, but it's still not going to take us all that time that we would typically um, use up for um, to get dressed, but you still get to show a little bit of creativity. So how about when we are recording ourselves? I know a lot of entrepreneurs are listening to this and a lot of the ones that have emailed me, they've asked about things like uh, patterns in their, in ca- on camera when they're creating their digital courses, they're recording themselves, and, or they're just recording YouTube videos. Like what, what should they wear? What, even if you can touch on some colors or patterns, um, you mentioned how much skin you're showing. Can you just elaborate a little bit more on that yep. when it comes to recording video? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think when you record video, you know, you are your brand. So you want to show up as yourself, but I do think you want to be cognizant of fits and colors and how things are going to look on camera. So a few rules of thumb, I'll talk on fit first. Cause I think fit in general is so important with your clothing but certainly when you're on camera, just making sure your clothes fit properly. I know that seems like common sense, but if something is a little loose or a little tight or it's pulling, you're gonna be fidgeting with it and that's just not gonna be a good look. It's not gonna be comfortable. So make sure whatever you decide to wear just fits you really great. If it's something you love and maybe there's something that needs to be tweaked on it, you take it to a tailor to make sure it fits just perfectly for you. So I think that's one first piece of advice. Um, I talked a little bit about just the showing skin. I would say generally speaking, try and avoid the the really high hemline or the low neckline. Again, you don't have to worry about kind of what's hanging out. And so you can be comfortable in however you're moving or you're speaking. I think when it comes to color, um, there's not any real hard and fast rules. I would say wearing white on camera, like bright white, that's kind of rough. That is kind of difficult in terms of the way that it tends to photograph. Um, You will hear people say not to do black, but I think black can look really great, especially if you can warm it up with maybe a pop of color or something really interesting. I think you also want to really just think about your brand and what's kind of your vibe. What are your brand colors? So you might not want to be all matchy-matchy and look like a mascot, but it could be really cool to maybe incorporate 
some pops your brand colors, you know, and I look at yours, you have kind of that tealish and then almost like the goldish mustardy kind of yellow. Um, if you were doing something, it might be really cool. Even something as subtle as like a bead on an earring that has some of that color, maybe mixed in with some, some neutrals. So kind of think about that and also think about what, what works for you and, and your skin tone. So, you know, there are whole courses on coloring and while I'm not an expert on it, you can kind of just play around with trial and error. So think about the things in your closet you tend to like yourself in and you feel like your skin kind of has a nice glow in. Those are gonna be the colors that favor you. You can even play around by holding up a color of a piece of clothing next to you and just kind of seeing how it goes with your hair, you know, with your skin tone and kind of seeing how that looks. Um, you generally wanna keep it, I would say, it's relatively simple. Um, sticking within a color palette, maybe with an accent color, um, and also think about your location and your background and how that all kind of vibes together, both in terms of the mix of the colors as well as just kind of the overall vibe. Um, you want it to be consistent, or maybe you do want it to be a really intentional uh, contradiction, maybe a really cool urban background and a really feminine look, but it's got to be kind of intentional in that way. So you just want to be thoughtful in the terms of the way that you are um, selecting what you're wearing kind of for the location where you're filming. Yeah, that and just making sure that you don't blend into the background, yeah, right? Very much I've so. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. where people are creating their YouTube videos. I'm like, you've got so great information, but sometimes I can't see you. tell what's you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but what about so with fit that that's I think fit is my biggest issue especially when it comes to tops or, yeah. or dresses it's either mm -hmm. too long too short this um, how is it supposed to fit how are the sleeves supposed to fit um, on the shoulders and can you explain a little bit more on that just yeah. so we can look out for them yep sure yeah so if something to have a right fit you really want it to be fitted to your body but not tight. So if you think about maybe starting at the top with your shoulders, think about your top. So you want the seam that runs along your shoulders to run right along kind of the middle of your collarbone. And that's gonna ensure that it sits on your, on your, um, on your shoulder blades correctly. Um, when we think about length, you know, you probably want something that's gonna hit, you know, right on the wrist for a top, um, kind of getting off topic, but when you, are styling yourself too for a photo, sometimes even thinking about the way that you are maybe adjusting what you're wearing. So you might have a top that hits at your wrist, but even just, um, you can't see me, I'm pulling up my sleeve, but even pushing up your sleeve a little bit, maybe letting your wrist and your bracelet sh um, show a little bit can kind of just add some interesting dimension and keep it from looking too serious and overly. Um, dressed, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned um, photo shoots, and I do know some of the entrepreneurs um, who listen in or have been doing photo shoots or are planning on doing some updated photos. Um, how, so do you work with people in, in that sort of aspect to help them kind of style and get ready for that shoot? Yes, I do work with a lot of entrepreneurs on photo shoots. So often I'll actually work with clients, a lot of my clients happen to be business owners. 
So as we are working to do maybe an overall refresh of their closet, we will think about which of those items can work for a photo shoot as well. Um, I really do try and help people with versatility. And so I hate to buy something or help them find something that they're going to wear just one time for a photo shoot. So often we'll try and kind of work that in with, you know, things that we're already getting. Um, but I also work with people, yeah, just to style for those photo shoots. And it's really a very similar process in terms of getting a sense of who they are. Um, but then we'll talk a little bit more about their brand. You know, a lot of times people will show me maybe kind of a brand vision board or some of the collateral and things that they already have. And we'll try and find things that will really kind of fit within that brand vibe and personality and that really works for the person just as an individual. That's awesome. And so what about um, dressing for, if you're still working corporate, let's say a lot of the, the listeners are also like still on their day job and yeah. um, trying to shift away. Um, so how can they, I mean, let's say they want to dress for their brand. Uh, do they just bring in some of those colors, something like that when they're out and about in 2020, when they're working in corporate, maybe they are going back to the office in spurts. Mm -hmm. um, how can they still maintain that entrepreneurial I don't know, confidence in their wardrobe while, you know, hustling and working the, the nine to five still? Yeah, no, that's a great question because I meet so many people. They sort of have these distinct sides of their closet. They have my corporate wardrobe and my weekend wear and my, yeah, my side hustle stuff that I wear. And I really help people think about a way we can bring that all together. And as we get things going forward, they don't have to squarely always fit within one of those categories. So an example might be if you're wearing a corporate job and say it's fairly formal, like people are wearing, you know, even jackets or, you know, nicer tops all the time. Think about a way you can do that, but that still feels like you. So you feel like you still need to maybe wear a jacket when you go to meetings. I know my corporate job is, is kind of like that. Um, maybe you do that, but rather than wearing a um, dress or a blouse with it, maybe you wear just a cool t-shirt and a fun necklace and a cool pair of shoes with a great pair of jeans. So you're still kind of fitting within the confines of you're appropriate for that corporate work environment, but you feel more like you. And if you're running to meet a client on your side hustle after your corporate day job, then it kind of works for that environment as well. And you're not having to like pop in a bathroom and change clothes <laughs> in between. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, yeah, and as you were talking about those different sections of life, I was like, and motherhood, because yes. there's certain clothes that if I'm going to be hanging with the kids, I know that they have to be um, not as shiny. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So why don't you tell me um, what is on your mind in trends? What have you been seeing on Pinterest in, along the lines of the end of 2020? Yeah, so I think right now we are all addressing for what I call that in-between life. So yes. our, what we were wearing to work a year ago, nobody's wearing that. We're not dressing up as much. We're not going out as much. Um, and a lot of people, like I said, with those distinct sides of their closet, they kind of had that and they had like the really casual wear. And what people are looking for is kind of that in-between clothes where, you want to feel good. You want to feel cute. You want to feel like yourself. 
but you're probably sitting in front of a camera all day in meetings. You're maybe with your kids and trying to work with them while you're doing your day job. So you have to be comfortable at the same time. And so it's really kind of those in-between pieces that are comfortable and cute and really, really versatile. I think where we are right now, coming towards the end of 2020, and the seasons are changing, it's getting cooler, is a great time to kind of lean into that because I think you know, fall and winter clothing gives you so many opportunities to play around because you have jackets and vests and sweaters, you can layer things up. And I think that gives you just a chance to really kind of play around with things and kind of, kind of have fun with them. Um, some things I've been really liking this time of year, I very much have gotten into kind of the, the cool like fashion sneaker trend. Oh, I think yeah. that's just like a lot of fun because it's obviously practical and easy and comfortable, but is the way you can add some personality to an outfit, maybe the way that we used to with a leopard heel or something like that. Um, so I've had a lot of fun with that. And then, yeah, I think probably the layering piece, which that is nothing new necessarily, um, but I think it's a way to add just some real kind of interest and dimension and texture to really classic kind of staple um, easy pieces. So what is one investment piece that we could think of for to end 2020 on? So typically towards the end of the year, yeah. my husband and I, instead of gifts, we will go and try and find something that like an investment piece, whether one year it was a leather jacket yeah. um, or it could be a, pair, a nice pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. So what is, given that we are in 2020 and things yeah. are, I don't know, in the, I, I love your in-between term yeah. because it is like you're casual but you don't want to go too ca I don't want to get too comfortable and casual because when everything starts to ramp up again right. I'm not going to be wanting to leave my uh my leggings yeah so, um what could be a good investment piece to just keep us so tied to feeling fashionable feeling like our wardrobe is giving us confidence and that one will still be able to take us beyond 2020 yep I think a blazer is a great investment piece. I think that it's something that's really classic. It's never going to really go out of style. It's something you can be wearing now. So if you are in a on a Zoom meeting where you really want to feel great, you can wear that blazer and you can rock it. And then it's also still going to be there, hopefully a few months down the road when we can really start venturing out again. And it's something you can wear just so many different ways. Um, it's a classic for a reason. I have a blazer I think I got seven or eight years ago, found a great deal on, it was like a really nice designer piece. And it's probably still one of my favorite things in my closet today. So I think that's a great one. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so is there anything that you would like to share with us? Any additional tips or tidbits? Yeah, I think just a little tip is, Get dressed. So I know it's so easy, especially on a Monday. Monday. It easy. <laughs> it's 2020. Yeah, maybe it's not. Now, Mondays are the hardest. If I were not connecting with you today, I might actually be in my PJs today. Um, but, you know, there's those days it's gloomy out and you don't really want to get moving. Maybe you're not going to really see anybody. But I promise you, if you 
get dressed. Again, it doesn't have to be getting dressed up. It could be kind of that nice in-between kind of thing. Um, but you will feel better on those days and you will actually be more productive. You'll be more confident. I think it'll come out just in the way that you interact with people. And um, so that's probably my biggest piece of advice because I, I can feel a tangible difference on the days where I put in the effort and spend just a couple of minutes versus the days that I don't. So that would probably be my uh, one piece of advice. No, I, I really do. I love that because it does make a difference. The days that I just roll out of bed and yeah. go do virtual schooling, like right downstairs yeah. Yeah. and do my work. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't feel as productive as the days that I actually shower and get yeah. dressed and do, do that routine, fitness, shower, dress, yeah. even if it is just a pair of jeans, um, it's in maybe no heels, but it still feels so productive and you feel more confident that you are getting your day started with actually having done something that is a resemblance of your previous routine. Yep. So that is, I like that you touched on that. Yeah. Um, do you have a fun fact that you would like to share about yourself? Sure. So fun fact about me is that while I'm a personal stylist, I am also a CPA which you don't probably think about those two career paths going hand in hand. But, you know, as I kind of talked about um, how I got here, it really is a big part of my story, I think. And, you know, it's interesting. The women that I work with are, they are the women, the women I work with in my personal styling business are also the women that I work with in my day job in terms of people that are pursuing various careers, you know, various professions, um, having to show up in various meetings and forums and kind of getting, living through that experience, I think has kind of brought me to really help figure out how to share what I've learned with others in terms of building out that confident closet. Yeah, that's, um, I never would have thought that CPA and personal stylist could be in the same person, but it does really make a lot of sense, especially when, I don't know, I've never been a CPA, but I would assume that it's some, some women can find it a bit stifling, especially when you're looking at Pinterest and it's like all these cool outfits, but yes. I get to wear this. Um, so I love that you are able to help them and bring out their um, natural fashionista within yeah. their career. Yep. Um, so where can we find you? How, well, first of all, I'd actually like to know a little bit about how you work with clients. You mentioned the photo shoot thing, but how, and you know, some Zoom calls, but how do you really work with clients? Yep, so I work with clients both in person and virtually. In person obviously looks a little bit different these days, but regardless, um, so I connect with people, I work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so I actually, I come into your closet. So my clients are gracious enough to invite me in and whether it's yeah via Zoom or in person and really show me what they have. And I always say it's sort of like hanging out with a girlfriend in your closet, trying on clothes. And so we really start there. So we start with what I call a closet session. That's where I learn all of those things about you. And then I do the legwork for my clients. So I go out and I actually do the shopping in a virtual environment. I curate a shopping list for them, make it super easy um, to shop that shopping list by clicking through the links. It takes them right to the website where they can buy. And then I also create lookbooks for those clients that shows them how to take all of those new items that we're buying for them, 
also how to take those and combine them with what they already have in their closet and figure out how to wear those things. So I give them outfit ideas that they can then recreate on their own because I leave that lookbook with them. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love yeah. that Yeah. All right, cool. So where can we find you to either hire you or to check out any inspiration that you are giving on wardrobe? Because I know for Instagram, you are giving me inspiration. Oh, thank um, you. So, yeah. So where can we thank find you? you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at, at your closet confidence. Um, I am also on Facebook and that's at closet confidence LLC. Um, you can check out my website. It's www.yourclosetconfidence.com. Email me, amy at yourclosetconfidence.com. And yeah, I'd love to talk to you. This is a perfect time to look at your closet and refresh that fall wardrobe as we want to go out of 2020 in style and start 2021 with a bang. So I would love to talk to any of your listeners who would like to learn more about my services. Yeah, and I really think that we need to, not we, maybe me, but um, just having that nice, almost like a refresh to 2020, right? We've been going through all these pivots and shifts, and some of us have our side hustles and our day jobs or working in corporate, and it's just with all the shifts and not really knowing what is going on, I think it's this is a time when we can just refresh and focus on ourselves and just start 2021 with and not maybe not a completely new wardrobe but knowing exactly how to match things yep. how to buy things for ourselves i think that'll just will help us step into that new year in with a little bit more confidence and whether that's on zoom or in in real life Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, And again, I will have all the the links in the show notes. And um, if you have any questions at all, make sure to hit up Amy, um, message her or email her for any sort of with any sort of styling questions. I'm sure sure she's more than happy to answer those. And uh, make sure to subscribe and to review us on any platform that you are listening to us on. And I will catch you in the next episode. All right, bye-bye. Thank you.